Welcome back to History List. Contrary to Europe's enlightened ideals and feverish writings on social utopianism based on strictly rational precepts, the era overall was one of absolute monarchy. But the blending of divine monarch with enlightenment ideal finds its best expression in the ruler of Russia, Catherine II, known as Catherine the Great. Russia was a latecomer to the world stage. The initial settlements didn't develop until well into the Middle Ages, and at one point things were so chaotic they pleaded to have a Viking chieftain come and install some order. Novgorod was the main city for centuries, until the Ivans. Ivan III was the Great, and Ivan IV was the Terrible. They established Moscow as the center of power in the 14 and 1500s and expanded Russia's territory significantly into Asia, taking over the vast, if largely uninhabited, domain of Siberia. Still, though Russia was not a major player, they were relatively isolated from trade, were not Latin speakers, and held few alliances. This all changed with Peter the Great. Peter I modernized Russia in the late 16 and early 1700s. He founded St. Petersburg, expanded Russia to the Pacific, imported ideas from the West, and turned Russia's gaze to Europe instead of Central Asia. For example, while France, Italy, and England had universities dating back centuries, the first Russian university was finally built under Peter in 1724, just before he died. After setting the foundation, his daughter was the first of a number of empresses of Russia. In 1762, Catherine II ascended to the throne. Europe was something of a mess. Many nations were competing in the global conflict called the Seven Years' War, which we'll examine in a later episode. But Catherine wanted no part of it, and keeps Russia out, while simultaneously opening Russia's borders and waiving the traditional need to be a member of the Russian Orthodox Church. Jews, however, still weren't freely admitted. Following Peter I's lead, though, she also expanded the empire, especially around the Black Sea, bringing Russia to its greatest historical extent, adding 200,000 square miles to the territory she'd inherited. She was, it seems, constantly at war, perhaps most famously the war with Sweden, which after two years and thousands dead, ended up with no territory changing hands. Domestically, however, Catherine was a reformer, and her regime moved, jerkily, toward ending the traces of feudalism held over from the Middle Ages. Most importantly, she worked on the problem of serfdom. In 1775, she abolished free serfs returning to serfdom, and had provided legal means for serfs to challenge abusive masters. Unfortunately, serfdom wouldn't be fully abolished in Russia, incredibly, until nearly a century later, in 1861. Catherine instituted other reforms and other enlightened positions. Her intellectualism was well-known. 
including a collection that became the foundation of the Hermitage Museum. The cream of European society came to her court. Authors Voltaire and Diderot from France, as well as the leading French economist Jacques Necker and the great mathematician Leonard Euler from Switzerland. She devised a sort of enlightened despot's handbook, which copied our previous thinker, Beccaria, for example, word for word. Catherine's reign was the era of the Russian Enlightenment. She also tried to set up a universal program of education across Russia in 1786, a fairly radical idea and ahead of her time. Her school system was not a great success, but it was a motion towards universal education, which didn't really begin to take off properly until the 1870s in Europe. Overall, Catherine's legacy as an enlightened monarch is mixed. But as the empress of the largest European nation, and the last of the great Russian czars, she represents an interesting turning point. After Catherine died in 1796, the Romanov dynasty struggled to continue modernizing, falling far behind the well-admired court of Catherine II. Imperial Russia ended with the assassination of Nicholas II in the Russian Revolution, which established a new form of despot, the Soviet premier, from Lenin to Gorbachev, and arguably Putin. From the salon atmosphere of St. Petersburg, we head to enlightened Edinburgh, where economics was about to make a major breakthrough on the next episode of History List. <laughs>